Hello, and welcome to Here's the Thing with Robbie and Jose, where we explore relationships through a male and female perspective. With me, as always, is the lovely Robbie. Hello. Hey. How are you? Good. Sorry about that noise. What noise? <laughs> okay, good. You didn't hear it. <laughs> oh, I might hear it on the on the play bag. It was uh, the pretzel box or the pretzel uh, bag or whatever, but... Um, <laughs> Anywho. Why are you messing with it? <laughs> no, because I was, anyways, I, I accidentally hit it. Um, <laughs> so, um, yeah, so this is the the reunion episode of mm. Love is Blind. The reckoning, if you will. Because mm. I got, ans- I mean, excuse me, I got questions and you said you had answers. I got some answers. Well, there's some answers on, there's some answers <laughs> that were that were given here, but I didn't like all the answers that I well, got. Well, we can explore the answers. <sighs> Deep breath. You ready to jump into this thing? Si, senor. All right. So the first thing, and I like that they started out with this, was about uh, Alexis and the clothes, mm-hmm. and that she doesn't wear the same outfit. Now, I might have missed it, but what I got out of that conversation is that she, she returns it. Yeah. So like she wears it and then returns it? Uh-huh. Is that, is that a thing? I don't do that. I, I want to keep <laughs> if I If I like it and I bought it, I want to have it. I've, yeah. Why would anybody do that? Because it's a, you can wear it. What she's saying is like every event, there's an outfit for it, which I can totally relate. I do too. But I like to see it hang in the closet. She's saying like, yeah, I wanted it for this event, but I don't actually want to pay for it because I want to buy something new because wow. there's something else. So she wow. returns it. I know. Wow. Really? Because I mean, honestly, when we saw her closet, whatever episode that was, when they went to the apartment... When she kept talking about like, yeah, my closet's so full and I have all this stuff. Dude, her closet ain't got nothing on my closet. That's all I'm going to well, say. Look, I was like, where's well, all your stuff? I mean, I got a lot of clothes too. But, but okay, but here's the only, it reminded me of a guy I used to know. And this guy, he one time he showed us a picture of his son. And his son was, I don't know, maybe like two or three. He might have been older than that. He wasn't very old. But in the picture, he's sitting there and, you know, it's like a, you know, it's like, it was a professional picture. But for whatever reason, he, he decided he, to make his son very gaudy looking in the sense that he bought him a bunch of gold. Like he bought him this gold bracelet and he bought him like two gold chains. He didn't like Mr. T or anything like that. But like he was, he was blinged out. Mm-hmm. Like he even got him like a little ring or something like that. And he put it on his, on his son, took this picture and then he told me that after immediately after he took that picture, he took all that jewelry back to the store. I would say a lot of Instagram <laughs> photos are that right there, what you just said. Are you said. kidding me? No. So I remember when he told me that story, I thought to myself, you're going to get yourself in trouble, not by the law and not by anything else. It's because you're lying to yourself. Yeah. Like you're really, really lying to yourself because you're trying to perpetuate a certain image that you're not. You just described Instagram. That's what it is. <laughs> no, no, I, I, I get that, but it's that's dangerous. That's so dangerous. I don't know if, if people quite understand just how, because, and then the other part is he, and, and I'm talking of just him, mind you, because I'm on this story, his moral compass was way off too, because he saw nothing wrong with it. If anything, he saw the justification. And he's like, because I told him, he was, I was like, you know, you're, if that's not what you do, like, why would you do it? It's like, that's just the image that I want to perpetuate. Yeah, but wouldn't you have to answer to somebody at some point that sees that and was like, hey, man, you work at Burger King. Well, that's what I'm saying. Now their their morals are starting to loosen up a little mm. bit because it's like, it's completely acceptable. It's fine. And then like, 
I don't know, maybe it turns into a slippery slope because at one point, does it stop being fine? Because <laughs> now you can, because now you're, you can use people that way too. That happens too. It's like, okay, I'm pretending to be something I'm not so that I can get what I want. And then as soon as I'm done, mm. I get to return it. I get to return you and anybody else. I don't know. I just, I, granted, I know I'm going down a rabbit hole and I'm, I'm going to the extreme, but I don't know. It's just dangerous. So I was hoping that I misheard it. <laughs> no, you did not. <laughs> Ooh, uh, but anyways, okay, well, I mean, yeah, then, because I, cause I remember when she said that on the episode, the first time I thought to myself, you must be rolling in some bank because clothes is expensive and even, you know, any clothes is expensive, but it looks like you like the, the high end stuff. So it must be getting pricey for you. Now I know, huh? There's a, <laughs> there's a loophole. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's. She crazy. may get some kind of allowance or something, or maybe she's getting, uh, Bogus alimony from all the other guys that that made oh them sign that contract. Goodness, <laughs> <laughs> She's got revenue coming in. Maybe so, but um, but uh, moving on from that, then they started talking about the pool party, mm-hmm. and I because so just to in, in case anybody uh, doesn't know about it, so the they're all coupled up. It's Matt and Colleen and Cole and Zainab, and because they all dated each other. I guess it's at a pool party, so it's they're all interacting with one another. Cole goes up to Colleen and starts talking about, they go down that, again, hypothetical. Mm. What if we had picked each other? What if I had seen you at a, at a bar and, and all this other stuff? Inappropriate conversation for sure because they have significant others already. Yeah, Watching that was fun. <laughs> As a group, us all watching it together? Yeah, well, I, me watching Cole and me watching... Matt and his expression and watching that conversation, like watching all of them just made me so happy. <laughs> it just brought me so much joy because honestly, <clears throat> and I think it was Warren Buffett that said it, is that he said, you should live your life as if everything that you do every day is going to get broadcast on the news so that everybody can watch. That's a hard thing to do, right? Because that means... You should act appropriately because guess what? Everybody's going to... Mm-hmm. Now, again, if you say, well, I'm going to act the way I want to act, like, that's fine. But again, just so you know, and you're watching it again, which means you did it. Mm-hmm. And if you continue to do that, mm-hmm. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like your actions have repercussions too. And even though they thought it was a very casual, hey, we're just kind of playing the what if game, mm-hmm. it's hurting. Yeah. It's obviously hurt Zainab, but actually it hurt Matt mm-hmm. and it's not cool. And it's, it was completely uncalled for, let's just put it that way. But it just brought joy to my heart because it's like, yes, you should see it. Guess what? Your your actions have consequences. I'm mm. sorry. <laughs> so awkward when they do that. <laughs> but uh, but I, I just, I got a kick out of it. Um, but then, because it goes in there and, and obviously everybody has opinions. And so Brennan was... Cole had said something and Brennan didn't like it and started interjecting. Mm. And Brennan is a different side of him. I don't think we've seen that side of him. Yeah. Um, I was a little surprised. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna lie to you. And the reason why I was surprised more than anything is that I couldn't understand why he felt the urge to speak up. Brennan seemed very laid back, and I would say a typical laid back person. 
wouldn't say anything like whatever they're going to use this vernacular what do i care yeah. i'm here for other reasons yeah well that's what i'm saying he wasn't part of that what quartet <laughs> you keep calling it that but that's not what that was <laughs> well i mean he wasn't part of that whole thing he mm-hmm. had no vested interest in it whatsoever but he did feel a certain kind of way and anyways i just thought that was huh maybe scratch my head mm. i didn't and again i know we have a bet going on <laughs> Oh, that's right. Of which couple's going to last longer, uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, Brennan and Alexis? I'm going to say Brennan because he signed that contract where uh-huh. he's going to have to pay for her. I, I'm telling you, they're, they're going to split up before Matt and Colleen. Um, not that we wish any of it. Maybe the third scenario and everybody wins is that we they- We both get a candy bar? Yeah, that they live together forever. You buy me a candy bar, I'll buy you yes. a candy bar. So in 60 years, if they're still together and they both die, I'll be like, here's your candy bar. Like everybody wins. I got to wait 60 years for my Snickers. I mean, they're going to live forever together. I'm forever. hungry now. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but here's the thing, right? And again, I'm not saying that Cole didn't make a misstep. He did, obviously. But then they kind of start digging into him about other things. Mm. Because Zaina... Obviously, she was upset about that. Mm. And that was essentially the catalyst to all the other emotions and things that they've gone through Mm -hmm. and how she feels she's been treated in that relationship. Um, And I say that because um, there's two sides to every story. Mm -hmm. And then sometimes there's a third version even after that. In my experience, it's usually somewhere in the middle. Yeah. When somebody says it's it's extreme, you know, again, you have to take into consideration the source, and you're only getting one. And we side all know how story. to tell a story. When you tell a story to a friend, you want to entertain them, so you're going to embellish naturally. I think when yeah. people tell stories, so why would that apply? Why would that be any different to any other application? And you're gonna omit most of the time all the bad stuff you did. Oh, of course, <laughs> I was perfect. <laughs> This dude, he told me I can't eat this orange. <laughs> I was washing the dishes. I wasn't even doing anything. It's like, but in reality, she had thrown a glass at his mm. face. And it's mm-hmm. like, I was just washing dishes. <laughs> it's yeah. like, no. But um, but yeah, you know, so again, Zainab, there's an anger that I that radiates from her. And she said that she's like, I'm not even angry anymore. I forgave you that day. Like, no, you no, really angry. You're gonna continue to be angry. Yeah. yeah. And and you know what the and and the thing about it is the hard part for me was watching and I get it, if you have a friend and your friend's been hurt, whatever, you want to be supportive and what have you. But there was also anger radiating from Nancy towards mm. Cole and Raven towards Cole. Mm. And I couldn't quite figure out, like, you guys really, really loathe this guy. Mm. He Even I started to believe, my goodness, maybe he is the scum of the earth. Because mm. they like, were like, well, there's stuff that they didn't air. So and our viewers were like, oh, well, it must have been really bad. Right, right. And and here's here's where I was getting, there was a turning point where at first I was like, okay, they, all these people can't just be making this stuff. Like something must have, again, right. they're privy to more information than I am because they were on the show. I wasn't. But then something clicked inside of me and I said, well, wait a minute. Whoa, 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 whoa. They're not letting him talk. Because mm. I was listening to the words that he was saying and he wasn't saying anything bad. He wasn't trying to defend. He was just, he was giving his version of it. 
And whether it was Brennan cutting him off and telling him that he's saying something wrong or Nancy or Raven mm. or Zainab, I'm like, okay, there's like five against one. Right. As a guy, I immediately like, okay, does he really deserve this? Because right now I'm not seeing anything. And again, we watch, uh, what, 10, 11 episodes of this? Mm. I mean, if he was as bad, they hit it very, very well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I think somebody even says that because even Alexa said that too. She was like, yeah, on the show, I can see how you're coming off really nice or blah, 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 blah. Because they showed a clip of when they were, it was kind of a cutesy thing. And they're like, yeah, you come off on the show really, really good or whatever. But they just made it sound like they, unless the producers are awesome at hiding all of his horrible traits, mm. that's hard. Yeah. <laughs> that's a very different, again, I'm not saying he's a saint, but the the portrait that Zainab is painting of him and his character and the type of person that he is, like, in my experience, you can't hide that sort of malice. Right. Um, I, person, you just can't. <laughs> you know what I mean? Especially in a show like this, because they're going to want to air the horrible stuff. Of course, why would they? Why wouldn't? It's the juicy right. stuff, right? And That's just, what gets season four going. You know what and, I mean? And, and I would say it's like okay, so all the, all the horrible stuff that he did, they thought that the most horrible was. And I'm not saying that the conversation between him and Colleen was inappropriate, but in the grand scheme of things, it's not like they they there was a lot of innuendos. Mm. But it's not like he said like, look. If I got the chance right now, I'd take you. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Yeah. They're playing the what if game and I get it. And and so just, just out of, out of, and this is, I'm going to digress, but this is what I'm saying. I understand it. Whenever you play Texas Hold'em, mm-hmm. and I don't know if you ever play, they're, they're covered. You put five cards out and then each round you expose a card. Now, if you don't make it to the end and somebody gives up and they fold, those two other cards don't get exposed. Mm-hmm. Every now and again, a lot whenever I go to poker, they they call it a rabbit uh, a rabbit hunt. And what that means is they show the cards that would have came up if you decided to play it all the way out. Mm. I always find that as time consuming and irrelevant because the game is over. Mm. <laughs> Why are you going to torture yourself and see what you could have had had you stayed into it? You already gave up. There's no yeah. point in you going down that that path. But anywho, they they played that game. But the way they made it sound like... And that's what they aired. It's like, that's the worst that you got? Because mm. according to her, y'all have so much more footage <laughs> of him being a dirtbag. Yeah. But that's what you're going to air. That doesn't make sense. So there was a lot of things, my logical brain, because emotionally I was thinking, oh my God, that poor woman. But then my logical side started kicking in and said, well, wait a minute, something's not, mm-hmm. something's not adding up, right? <laughs> and when he was speaking, he would get cut off a lot. Mm-hmm. And he did ask a legitimate question like, why do you hate me so much? And he wasn't, he wasn't even asking that of Zaynab. He was actually asking that of Nancy. Mm. And even Brennan, all of them, I just kept on thinking, like, why do they hate him so much? It's just not. I will say Bartise did kind of come to his defense a little bit. But <laughs> unfortunately, Bartise also behaved badly. Mm. <laughs> We're going to talk about that too. But I don't know. I just, um, he, yeah, it was, it was bad. And then so the, for the first part, after that interaction, he kind of just stopped. He was just like, you know, I'm just not going to talk anymore. And you, I don't know, he, it, maybe it's just me. Maybe I need to go back. It felt like he shrunk a little bit. Yeah. And so they move on into the next stuff and, and we will too, right? They start talking about um, Raven and SK, apparently. <laughs> you know, that one was, that one was funny and, and well, not funny, but it, it was, in, it was intriguing to me because 
SK left her at the altar and she was devastated. You could visibly see she was hurt by that. But they're dating still. Yeah. I was shocked by that. Yeah. Where do you think that comes from? That she wanted to go back with him? That she, yeah, that she's dating him. I'm asking as a woman, what would, what would, what do you think convinced her to say, okay, let's date again, even though you just. I think that him explaining to her why he said no in the moment, maybe he explained it of like, look, I'm not saying no forever just right now because I'm leaving for school and because we haven't really figured out your family situation and, you know, all these cultural differences, it's a lot, right? Mm -hmm. Maybe he just explained it like, I just need more time. And if she's in love with them, you're like, okay, let's just date then. Mm Because I want to be with you still. And if you're saying like, you're not saying no forever, it's just like, because it's a fast experiment, right? Well, and that was the other, you know, not to get too graphic, but <clears throat> that was the other uh, eye-opening thing is that apparently while they were courting, or they were engaged, they didn't have sex. Yeah. It happened after he broke up with her, <laughs> after he dumped her at the, at, the, at the wedding. Isn't that intriguing? I don't think that he was ugly about it at the wedding. I think that it was, I think she was upset, obviously, for, you know, the reason that he said no, but I don't, it wasn't like he was being malicious. He wasn't being mean. He probably consoled her after the recording. You know what I mean? I guess I might have to take a chapter out of that dude's book. Man. <laughs> it's like, it's like, you, I, I mean, I, I, here's the irony, right? It seems like when they were engaged, it was, okay right and again there was no physical intimacy it's like all right you know cool cool and now afterwards after that experience of of being left at the altar now they're more intimate they're more publicly affectionate <laughs> you know what i mean it's almost like they're acting well we don't like know. they're married even though they didn't get married we if don't that know makes any when sense. that happened because from the Wedding day to the reunion, let's say it's like a year. Yeah. That's a long time. This experiment is four, six weeks or whatever it was. So like, what if they continue to date for, you know, six months after that? And then they're like feeling more comfortable with each other. They're more in love than they were. And maybe it feels okay for her. She's like, I feel safe with you now because we're in love. think it falls to my theory of, of, you know... And they had to wait the old school way. They had to wait and get to know each other before they got physically intimate. What they, about it? Like that's an example of when that works. What, he'll marry you? No, but that, that not that he'll marry you, is that because they, they created that bond um, without the physical part, um, let's say clouding it. That's the only word that I can kind of use. Um because sometimes, and, and I will say this, right, and again, I don't, I don't want to get too graphic, but I've been and probably stayed longer with a woman because of the physical intimacy was really, really good. And maybe I didn't have a lot in common with her and outside of that, it wasn't great, but that part of it was great. And Are you saying that like immediately after he left her at the altar, <clears throat> she went to him, they made up, they were no, intimate? No, no, no. Oh. What, what I'm saying is because of they waited, they got to know each other more on a personal level, mm-hmm. got to know each other well, right? Mm-hmm. Which is the old school way of thinking. Nowadays, right. everything's sped up and it used to be, and it, I remember it sped up to one point to like three dates. Now it's like 
the first date is completely like it's cool. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Even back in the day, it was like one night stand. Like that's rare. Like you don't do those. And now it's like, well, yeah, that happens a lot more than what you think. Yeah. <clears throat> I pass no judgment, right? Whatever you want to do, that's that's your prerogative. But I'm just wondering if because now they're acting way more affectionate towards each other. I think and it's loving just. I think it's just been a long time. I think that obviously their bond is much different now. Not only have they been together for a year, but they're doing long distance. So they're going to miss each other more. Yeah. And then when they see each other, it's going to be the honeymoon phase over and over and over again. Let's say they, he flies back once a month or whatever. And they're talking on the phone, they're FaceTiming. You're, you're building this really strong connection and you're staying strong together. Yeah. Being apart like that. I can understand the bond being, yeah. you know, there you go. So real quick though, I'm going to say something, um, and I don't know what it's called, but I, I'm, I, I don't know why, but it kept bothering me. It has nothing to do with anything. But the dresses that they were wearing, it looks like, I know it's not, I know it's a style. I know it's a style where both of the straps are on one side of your shoulder. Okay. It looks like you just put it on too fast <laughs> and you missed it. And you didn't look in the mirror and nobody told you that, hey, that's that's backwards. <laughs> Maybe they were in a hurry. <laughs> but let me ask you, is that, is, it looks weird to me. I'm sorry. Just, it is I'm, a style. It is a style, right? Mm-hmm. But okay. Is it interchangeable? In other words, can you wear that dress both ways? Yes. You well, can. I don't know about hers particular. There's okay. two types. I've seen the dress where it has the two strap, like it goes to one side. I've <laughs> yeah. seen that. And then I've missed, seen... you missed the head. <laughs> no, like it's intentional. Like if I had a tank top and I put it <laughs> through the sleeve. They do that with tank tops. You could take a tank top and do exactly that. That's what I'm saying. There's two types of dresses. One, if I oh had a spaghetti God. strap, I could do that if I want. Oh or you could get a dress that's made like that. So let me ask you a logistical question about okay. that. Um the girls, do they feel like they're being pulled one way when you do it like that? No, it's okay. not that. Because <laughs> it's going one side. Like, like you may all feel of a the... little bit more tension maybe on right, one side. Right, that's what I'm side, saying. But not enough but to not... be like, okay. no. Okay. Because in those dresses, um, and maybe they wore the, sorry, I'm getting really technical on this, but maybe they're wearing the bras that don't have straps, a right? Strapless. Right, so you would mm-hmm. put on the side, but, but it's still, it looks like, some of them, the way the dress is made, it was still kind of lifting it up and it's to the side. It's like, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why, but it's fascinating me. Now, let me ask you this. Does it matter which side? Is it? Is it like, should it always be on the left side? I feel like it's probably on your like dominant side, maybe. Like that's where you would go. Like if you're right-handed, they would go to the right. I don't know. <laughs> You tell me, man. I don't know. Like, it'd be like the same thing with like, dress doesn't make sense like to me. what, you know, wrist you wear your watch on. Typically where people wear it on their non-dominant hand because mm-hmm. it's like the way you put your watch up, right? Right. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Sorry. <laughs> I don't know why. And I apologize about that. But I just, when I saw that, I was like, why are they wearing it like that? Like we're, <laughs> it's my OCD probably kicking in or whatever. But, um, but anyways. <laughs> I think we're just trying to reinvent the way we wear things to make it more I, fun. I, 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 this is like, you know, you've seen women wear like button up shirts backwards, right? You've seen that. 
No. <laughs> no, I was going to say that, though. I remember Crisscross and um, mm-hmm. ABC. These are two bands that don't longer exist. But mm-hmm. one of them would wear their clothes backwards mm-hmm. and the other ones would wear them inside out. Mm-hmm. Por qué? I think Crisscross <laughs> was back. I'm just saying, like... I think that it's kind of like with movies, you know how like it feels like you're watching the same movie because we ran out of ideas. Yeah. With clothes, it's like your jacket is just a jacket. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's boring. How do we mix it up? Let's put it on backwards. Let's or put it on, on top of our head a, and wear it as a hat. Yeah, or we could just have it as a jacket and what it what, what is intended People to do. People are just trying to be creative. Ay, 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 It's like, okay, I'm going to wear my shoes. I'm going to tie the shoelaces and wear it around my neck. It's like, no. I bet you that's a thing. That's probably it. better not happen. I'm going to Google it. Well, you know, that's what I get to invent. That's true. That's true. <laughs> But um, but anyways, the other the other bit was um, and this kind of together, but they showed, and this is why it's always not a good idea to talk about other people in general. But obviously, they went to do their solo interviews, and before they knew each other, Raven had her opinion of Nancy and was like, they didn't, she didn't particularly care for her. Mm-hmm. Let's say personality. Mm-hmm. And Nancy was the same way, didn't particularly care for Raven's personality. And then, of course, later on, but watching those scenes when they're on camera mm. and Raven saying, Nancy's like that person that I want to avoid. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I did the hand gesture yeah, that Raven did. <laughs> you did. But her saying that, like, she's the person that I want to avoid, mm. like, I don't want to talk to her. And then Nancy's saying about Raven, she's the most, you know, negative person that I know and I can't stand that stuff. It was just funny to watch. And then, yeah. like, now they're like, oh, but we're friends now. How embarrassing to well, be well, put on the spot. I hope that they, because sometimes, in my experience, women tend to not let things go or forget. So I hope they can forget that part. I don't think they're hanging out now. I mean, I think that's, you know, it's not like I know that I'm not saying what Raven said was nice, but it could have been a lot worse. It wasn't that bad of like, okay, and you didn't know me. I'm mature enough to understand like, okay, that's fine. You're not like, she's so ugly. And yeah, you're not saying that. No, I hope you're right. But anyways, um, and then they went into the most one of the juiciest parts, especially from the from the early from the early episodes. And the juicy part being, and I think I would imagine a lot of couples have this conversation, and I don't know why they have it, mm-hmm. but it's the conversation of, "Do you think so and so is pretty?" kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Or in this case, it was some sort of honesty. I think she was looking for an honest thing. Somehow or another, Bartise and Nancy are talking. And Bartise brings up the fact, because this was the first time that they all saw each other. Mm. Right? So they were all in pods and they got to, they saw, they saw their couples, but they didn't see the other people that they dated. Mm-hmm. So in that, in that scene, Bartise is telling Nancy how hot raven is mm. a smokehouse or whatever he calls her or whatever smoke show i think smoke show or whatever <laughs> and he's like because I, I don't know i don't even know if he if she asked him i think he volunteered the yeah information. i don't think that she asked yeah but he was just basically going on and on about how she was his type and under the normal circumstances that's who she would he would have went with and then he's like are you okay with this sort of brutal honesty and mm. <laughs> she I felt so bad for her because she had the same expression on her face through that entire thing. She was stone cold. Mm. You know what I mean? And mm. to keep that 
without her just getting angry. I was like, "Are you, is your nose going to wrinkle or your forehead? Like, show me something. And she just had like this. It was just... Maybe she blacked out because she couldn't believe what was happening. Maybe, maybe. And it, it could have been, it could have been that. Maybe she was just in shock. I, I think that if... <laughs> I've never if seen I, anything like that yeah. before. But, and what I mean by that is like the words that are coming out of his mouth and you're not, she's not reacting to mm. it at all. I just, I don't even know. That's That was an amazing thing to watch, honestly. I feel like it maybe initially if I had that, it would be in my mind, I'm like, is what I'm hearing really happening? I think I'd be trying to process like, is he really saying this to me right now? Do you think, oh, and now I'm, now I'm getting really <laughs> curious about this. I'm, I'm getting excited. Do you think that she had somewhat of an out-of-body experience? It's a, No, no, and I, and I mean this in a... In a very um, scientific way, mm-hmm. I've 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 heard, and I don't want to get too dark, but I've heard people sometimes say that when they've had traumatic experiences, mm-hmm. it's like I wasn't I wasn't in my body, right? Like I detached myself, and it's a defense mechanism yeah. because it's like there's a lot of pain yeah. that's happening, and I need to salvage my psyche, yeah. and so your body just like. I'm here, but I'm not here. Right. You like know what imagine I mean? the people like when you're, let's say that you're married and someone comes to you and your wife has died in the most horrific way. When you hear that news, I think that's when it happens the most. It's like. Because you go through the motions. Right. Like, and they're like, are you okay? And you're like, yeah, I'm, I'm fine. And it's like, do you need to sit down? No, uh-huh. no, I'm, I'm okay. You know what I mean? And yeah. maybe you walk, but, but then it's like, I don't even remember walking. Right. I don't remember going from this place to the next place. Like, I just know that I'm there all right. of a sudden. It's like, it's, oh, man. Yeah. Poor girl, pobrecita. Oof. Maybe that's what happened. I don't know. Oh, I feel man. like I'd be trying to like, I mean, I would have reacted eventually, but maybe initially because I've heard um, people confess very shocking things, you know, when you're betrayed or something and they say yeah. like, I did this thing. My initial is like, I lose my breath and I'm just like still because I can't believe what I just heard. That I'm not saying I have this out of body, but it's just like, like I can't process it. Yeah, I, 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 I'm, I'm sitting here trying to think of if I had asked, or let's just say my, my, my girlfriend, wife, whatever, volunteered that information, started telling me just how much she was attracted to another man. Mm. I'm telling you, and and I and I'm not being. You know, I'm trying not to be melodramatic here, but it would would be like somebody like a sting to the heart. Mm. You really literally feel it in your chest. Yeah. Like this piercing, invisible sword that somehow still is very painful. Yeah. <laughs> like you're telling me that there's another guy that you would want to be with. Uh you know what I mean? Like it's it's a showstopper. Like seriously, like I don't know what to do now. I'm not saying like, don't get me wrong. Like, let's say she's being cute. She's like, yeah, he's cute. It's like, oh, okay, cool. Like, I don't like that either. But you don't need to tell me just how freaking hot you think he is. I don't know is. how I would have reacted after that. Like, I'm not saying that everything that someone says that you that's hurtful, you should break up with them. No. But that would be really hard to get past I, that. I, because it's not just saying it's the disrespect. You don't even think enough of me, of my feelings. Because mm-hmm. you know this isn't not going to, I'm not going to be like, oh, this is a great story. You know, and, and well, that's, that's another thing. And I don't know how everybody else processes it. For me, you know, 
if somebody did me wrong, let's say, right? And I mean like really, really wrong. I'm not saying like somebody, you know, stepped on my shoes or something trivial, whatever. And they're like, hey, man, I'm sorry, man. It's like, hey, no harm, no foul, whatever. But if somebody hurt me on that level, I mean, really, really hurt me. I don't think I've ever had a situation where if I was with that person and they did their utmost to make it up to me from here until eternity, I guarantee you that I could get past it. Yeah. Because I would concentrate more on they're really trying. Right. They're really like if she said that, yeah, and then she came back and and from there on in I always knew that she felt bad for hurting me. And maybe it wasn't her intention. And she like really, really put forth a lot of effort and was like always being just extra nice to me. Mm. At some point I'd be like, I really do feel like she's trying to make amends. She's she's trying to atone and it's not pity or anything else. She just feels bad that she hurt me. Right. And that means something to me. Now, that said, I know not everybody, because sometimes you can do something wrong and you can try your hardest and sometimes they just won't forgive you. Yeah. They're just, and, and unfortunately that's more on them, right? Because it's like, you can only do so much. You do something wrong, you do the best you can, try to make it up to them. At the end of the day, if they're not willing to accept it, mm. there's really not much you can do at that point. Yeah. But, but anyways... Um, he didn't go out of his way to make it up. <laughs> I don't know if they, did they really even talk about it ever? I mean, I know that Not part of that's really. on her too. I feel like she should have said like, I this mean, really hurt my feelings or something. It's traumatic. So, I mean, it's that flight or flight, <laughs> fight or flight, you know what I mean, uh, thing. But, uh, <laughs> but no, but in contrast to that, I've really felt like Cole tried. Right. And that's why I bring it up because I think in that relationship, he said some things that he shouldn't have said Mm -hmm. that I can see. And regretted. Yeah. And, and, but I can see how it could be hurtful to her. And he did regret it. And he did try. And you would see him in the interactions, like when she would come in, he made it a point, like, oh my gosh, you're so beautiful. Like your vision, this, that. And she just kind of shoot his comments, like, okay, yeah, yeah. But again, if he were to say something negative, she would pounce all over it. It's like, why do you focus so much on the negative? And even mm-hmm. if he said it in passing, you're joking, doesn't matter. And I get it, but she pounces on it. But when he says that you're amazing, you're beautiful, you're a vision from heaven, she's like, oh, okay, yeah, thank you. You know what I mean? It's yeah. very, it's very, it's very dismissive, dismissive. And I'm just like, why, why? Because at that point, you kind of have to tell yourself, like, there's nothing I'm going to be able to do. You know, yeah. I'm really trying. I'm not saying that doing this is going to make it better, but I. I want, I mean, if you can at least acknowledge that I'm trying, right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, don't dismiss me. It's like, there's nothing I'm going to be able to do or say to make it up to you. Then, you know, honestly, then it's, you're done then. In my experience, if I'm with someone that makes a mistake and we all make mistakes, not let's me. say it's even, a, <laughs> yeah, not you, you're perfect. <laughs> But, you know, let's say I'm that single ladies. you make a mistake and it's like, okay, it it hurts really bad, but we all make mistakes. And I see you trying, like genuinely trying. I would tell them like, look, I see that you're trying mm-hmm. and I really appreciate that because I want that to continue. So it's like, I will give credit where credit is due. I'm not going to give you just, if you're just being whatever, no, I'm not going to be like, you're the greatest or whatever. But right. if you're doing very sweet, genuine things is like, hey, I want you to know that I really appreciate this and I notice that you're doing this right. and it means a lot to me. Yeah, it's the effort. Right. 
It's the effort. It's 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 not even the things themselves. It's the effort that they're putting. Well, it's just and like I would work. Say, when your boss, like some people, I'm not saying nobody wants a raise, yeah, but everybody wants an encouraging oh, word yeah. from their manager. It feels good. Oh yeah, it's no different. Oh yeah, yeah. But you know, uh, Zainab is not being very receptive to it. <laughs> and what's funny is, uh, like you said, Nancy doesn't bring it up really. I mean, I, they they do a little bit here and there on some of the episodes, but. She doesn't require him to do that. If anything, because if you look at, you know, the previous ones, he gets kind of cold. Remember, they go through that phase yeah. where he basically is just kind of ghosting her, even though they're living together. Yeah. <laughs> Which I don't even know. That, do yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's an apartment. It's small. It's one bedroom, one bathroom. I know. <laughs> That's got to be hard. But he's like pretending like he doesn't see her. Like, yeah. seriously, like he's working on his thing and not even acknowledging that she's even in the same room. Like... Cause yeah, it was weird, but he's taken ghosting to a much to higher level of yeah. ghosting. That's amazing. Ghosting 2.0. <laughs> ghosting in real life, yeah. <laughs> real life ghost. I don't know, but that was, that was, and, and, and you know what the sad part about it is I think everybody has seen that unfortunately. And if you've seen it in your own family, you know how horrible it is when, your parents, let's say, aren't talking yeah. and you see it and you know it and you know something's up. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you just know there's tension in the room or whatever. Mm-hmm. So it happens, but it's just, it's horrible to see. But can you ask your mother to please pass the salt? <laughs> <laughs> talking <laughs> through another kid. Tell your and dad right if he wants salt, away. he can get it himself. <laughs> Tell your mother <laughs> that I didn't hear that. <laughs> that the salt is too far away from me and I need somebody to pass it. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But um, yeah, so, but anyways, and, and it's funny because they also did a montage of uh, Zainab getting on to, mm. to, to Cole. Now, and, and, and again, here's, here's. They had a lot of material to work with. They did, right? And so that's, again, another thing that just wasn't making sense to me Mm. because the producer said, we have so much footage, we're going to create this montage of just how much and how she goes into this guy. Mm. Now, again, if there was a montage of Cole being a jerk, you would think that would have played out too. Yeah. But there was no such montage. (laughs) Do you think the producers like knew this like... We're going to bring up, oh, I guess Nick Lachey probably brought it up. He was probably like, yeah, you know what I mean? They're talking points oh, because they yeah. had that montage ready to go. Yeah. So he, I think he said something like, uh, here's a clip of all the times you've gotten onto him or whatever. Right, right. So, Well, and, and it, I, you know, I, I thought about that for a little bit and I was thinking it's interesting, right? Because we're going to get back into Cole. Cole and Zainab, you know, it comes back to them again, mm-hmm. right? And it... And it, and it um, and right towards the end of the show, uh, and I'm skipping a little bit, but they basically say, if you had to do this all over again, would you do it again? Mm. And that's when things got really, really interesting mm. because everybody was like, yeah, 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 yeah. Except for Cole. Yeah. And Cole was like, I would never do this again. Which initially I thought, um, like, why? Because what? You don't like that, this, that, and the other. I was being very cynical about mm. it at the time. But then when he gave... His answer, mm. I was like, oh my, I felt bad. Yeah, we all did. <laughs> I felt like a dirty dog because he said, 
I never intended to hurt Zainab, but my actions hurt her so much that she's telling me that her whole self-esteem was... I've ruined her ab- life. Yes, I obliterated her and like I'm the most evil person on earth and I can't believe that I would ever do that and why, of course, I'm going to regret doing that, right? It's like... It's like he's basically saying he murdered her. Yeah. You know what I mean? And he's like, no, I don't want to do that. And I was just like, it took me aback for a second. And the reason why is because, in, and this is where my mind just started going into all kinds of other directions. It doesn't, when you see it, the interaction between them, it doesn't look like much to us or for me anyways. And most people could see their interactions and then you think, oh, like it's just normal couple stuff. But to hear Zainab describe it, it was so traumatic. Mm-hmm. It was some of the most traumatic things that she's ever gone through in her life to hear her say it. And I'm just like, okay, I don't want to discard her experience. But just because she felt that way and it's true to her, that's her truth, doesn't mean that that's the reality. Yeah. In other words, he's, you might, he might have made you feel that way. Fair enough. But that doesn't mean that he actually did it, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yes, I do. I mean, and so and so I was just kind of like, but this poor guy just felt shunned. He felt rejected. And it's hard because, again, he's already dealing with the rejection of his parents. Remember, we touched on it in one of the previous episodes. Mm. And I told you that he has a getup of being rejected, mm. not least of which because his parents are like, I want you to be this way. And he's like, I, I kind of want to do my own thing. But you're wrestling with the fact that I still love my parents. I want my parents to love me. I want them yeah. to accept me. But they're not. So what do I do about that? Like that's that's a hard that's a hard thing to deal with. Yeah. Now he's sitting in the public stage, and Zainab is saying he's the most horrible person that's ever walked this earth, and the world would be better without him. <laughs> and he's like, I I was just being myself. Yeah. Like so, think about that for a second. And I'm sorry for for kind of harping on this, but think about that. Somebody is saying that you being you. And you and your best intentions, but just you being you makes you horrible. That's your entire horrible. being is mm-hmm. horrible. And you think that you're being a semi-decent person. <laughs> that would be hard if somebody told me that. I'd be like, what? I'd be traumatized by that. Yeah, because it's like, wait a minute. And, and what's worse is, and this is why I feel so bad for him, is because Nancy's telling him the same thing. And Raven's saying the same thing and Brennan's attacking him and none of them were, they're only hearing one side of the story. And every time he tried to talk, they would cut him off. And he's like, you guys aren't listening to me. Anything I'm saying, you're discarding. You're not paying attention. So why would I talk? What do you want me to say? Are you going to, if you're going to genuinely listen to my side of the story without already the bias, because you've already convicted me of whatever you've, you've already, I'm guilty in your eyes. In the in the court of public opinion, at least for you guys, I'm the I'm the scum of the earth. So if you've already made that assessment, there's really no reason for us to talk. I don't really understand why the girls were attacking him too. It's like he didn't do anything to you. And Zenob's a big girl and she can fight her own fight. And it's very clear that she already, you know, dominated the <laughs> whole thing at the end. So it's like, we don't need you chiming in to say how bad Cole is. Like right. just let them talk. Yeah. If Zena wants to say stuff, that's fine. But like you girls. It was rough. That's why I was saying I don't get involved in other people's relationships for that reason. Um, and and I know, you know, again, because and I'll just stick to the to to Cole and Zena because 
there was that conversation about um, the Zainab was saying that Cole was always watching what she ate mm. and made it sound like he was constantly picking at her about her weight, mm-hmm. making her feel like she's not enough or she's eating too much or gaining too much weight. It was a weight thing. Mm-hmm. And she made it sound like he, that was his focal point and what he harped on. And I was just like, okay, well, that's not good. <laughs> you shouldn't do that, right? You shouldn't body shame anybody and especially somebody that you care about and love. I've been told by my significance that I'm too fat too. <laughs> it's not a good feeling. Uh, but that said, you know, it's, 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 I understand. Now, they brought up a specific, um, a specific uh, situation or thing that happened which was the cutie thing. Mm-hmm. So she had said that he had made a comment and told her something along the lines of like, you know, like she was like, I ate two cuties. And he got upset because he said I was eating too much. And I was like, well, yeah, that's kind of bad. Because <laughs> I've eaten cuties and they're the best in the world. Sometimes you have them out here. And obviously they're very little. They're like little tangerines or whatever. And, and everybody was like, you dirty dog. So Cole was like, wait a minute, what? (laughs) He was like, he remembered that conversation. It was like, I remember what happened there. And he was like, that didn't happen like that. Yeah. And he was like, roll the tape, (laughs) which there's no tape anymore, but the video. So, so yeah. So he was just like, you know, roll the tape, you know, play back the video so you can see how it really happened. Obviously in real time, you can't do it because... Mm -hmm. They're interviewing and plus they need time to find the footage and all that other stuff. <laughs> find that boring footage. Yes. <laughs> so then, so to that point, right, at the end of the reunion thing, and again, we're skipping ahead a little bit, but but at the very end, they end up playing that scene. Mm. And at, at the beginning, because it said something like uh, Cole and Zainab and cuties. The cuties or, or the something. Cu- yeah. Mm. And at first, I don't know why, but I couldn't remember, like, what is this? Like, And I thought it was just going to be an endearing little... Whatever. I don't know why I was, I was, I don't know. I don't know what I was thinking. I got thinking. excited when that came across. Did like, you? Oh. Did I was you? Like, oh okay. See, I didn't. I just thought like, oh, what is this? Oh, I almost no, I was, turned it off, but oh. I was just like, wait a minute. No. And so as they're talking, he's in, and so it's a very boring scene, by the mm. way. It's normal couple stuff as far as I can tell, whatever normal is, right? But it's just, they're just talking. Cole is, you know, one of those harebrained things because he's excited. He's a young cat. He's talking about her family and going to see him in London and going to see. And she's, you know, and, and you know, not for nothing. It's 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 a it's a couple, but she's just kind of listening to him halfway and like doing her own thing. Looks like she's getting close. I mean, she's I mean, she's getting something to eat, mm-hmm. and she's just kind of listening to him, like yeah, 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 whatever. And she's answering his questions, but she's not really like looking at him and engaging him. Right. She's just in the same area doing things and still trying to have a conversation with them. Yeah. Um, so anyways, there was one thing that I thought I didn't, I thought it was a bad thing and it had nothing to do with what they were about to talk about. But, but he says something like, you know, like, have you been listening to me or whatever? Mm-hmm. And she's like, yeah, kind of, I just kind of tune you out because you, you do cold talk or whatever. So rude. I was just, and he even said like, what does that mean? And she's like, well, yeah, you know, when you talk, sometimes you just break into song and you do this and you do that. Like I, I, I really, basically I tune half of what you say out and I'm just kind of like, uh, okay. If a man said that to me, 
it's so rude. Not even the Cole thing. Like, take that part out. But you just saying, like, are you listening to me saying, like, not really? I typically tune you out or whatever. That's really hurtful. That is one of the most hurtful things in the world. That's basically saying, I don't like you enough to I'm listen just to anything. Yes. Everything you're saying. There's nothing about you that intrigues me. So yeah. I'm just, it's. Oh, man, I hate to say it like this, but it's almost like when little children are nagging you and it's yeah. like, you know, I want to do this. I just like, yeah, 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 whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm not saying, you know, you don't treat your children like but princesses But it's not like important. Like it's that. like, I want to go with my balloon right, down here. Right, it's like, right. whatever. Yeah, it's like, just wait or yeah. whatever. No, we're not going right now. Or right. <laughs> <laughs> Are we going yet? Are we going? No, just, just leave me alone. But anyways, it was very whatever. Anywho, so then... She starts because she's close to the cuties. That's what indicated it to me because I was like, oh, they're the cuties because they were right there on the counter or whatever. And she was eating like grapes or something. I forgot. She was eating something. And so she, he's just sitting there behind her talking to her. Obviously, that whole comment of I just dismiss you, he was just like, okay, I, yeah, I didn't know how he took it. Mm. Anywho, she gets the two, she gets the cuties and he's like, hey, just remember, you know, we're going to. We're going to go out to eat tonight. And I think they're going to have a steak. So he's like, it's a big giant steak mm-hmm. that we're going to have, whatever, right? And and that's when she turns around and she tells him, well, I haven't even eaten anything today. I think I had a banana and like a spoon of honey. And he was like, oh, okay. He didn't know that, right? He was just, and I've done it before too. I It's like, save your appetite. You know, like it's Thanksgiving. It's like, I'm happy. we're going to have lots of food, right? Because it, you go to an expensive restaurant. And you pay a good amount of money. You want to enjoy the meal, right? It's yeah. like you go to you go to go to Perry Steakhouse. You buy this, you know, sixty dollars steak, or whatever, mm-hmm. and then you eat like two bites, and they're like, "Yeah, I'm done." Yeah, like I, <laughs> you can't reheat that. It's not gonna be. It's not gonna be the same. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I get that. And he wasn't saying that she was fat. He didn't know, obviously, what she ate prior to that. But he even seemed concerned when she said, I only ate yeah. a banana and peanut butter. He's like, why? Right. He was like, that's it? And like, then what? he said, I also offered you some of my poke bowl and you didn't yeah. want that. So he's acting concerned yeah. that his love is not eating. Yes, yes. But her version of the story was that he was being a complete and utter jerk mm. and telling her that she's too fat and shouldn't be eating so much. Yeah. So then I looked at that and I thought, that's why I said there's all, there's like two sides to every story and sometimes a third. <laughs> In this case, we had a camera that was unbiased is just recording what's happening. Yeah. And now we look at it and, you know, again, I know everybody looks at it, it's going to come have different takeaways. But I looked at that and did not think that he was as bad a monster as she painted him to be. Yeah. Because I was thinking, okay, here it comes. He's going to be a complete jerk. And so none of that footage made it in because it was the most boring mm-hmm. of all. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. When I'm watching it, it was putting me to sleep other than I knew that the cutie thing was happening. Yeah. I wonder if when they mention at the reunion, the producers are like scratching their head of like, what cutie? Like, what is she talking? Right. Like they had to go find. Yeah. Like, did we miss that, guys? Bob, come here. Yeah. <laughs> Bob, why'd you leave this out? Yeah, Apparently you were, he you berated were, her. Exactly. You were in the house, dude. Why did you say? He's like, I don't know, He man. got fired <laughs> until they found the footage. He did. He was like, this is the juicy information you should have put in there. Yeah. But it was it was so eye-opening. Now, on the flip side of that, for Zainab, it was traumatic. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. And she has her reasons for it. Again, I'm not discarding that. But that's why you have to be very, very careful. And you should get the entire story so that you can formulate that. Because I'm not saying you're not supportive of your of your friend. If your friend said, look, this is how I remember it. This is how I felt when it happened. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. Like, like, I'm sorry. I'm supportive. I'm here. But if you're trying to make me start hating him... Mm-hmm. That's where it starts to become a slippery slope. Yeah. Because it's like, you don't know. You don't know. It could have been completely reasonable to you. You still want to be supportive of your friend, but it could have been reasonable to you. Yeah. So why would you pass such a harsh judgment for something that you probably would have done? Yeah. You know, again, you're not dating your friend. It's different because you're friends, but it's just like, I... Yeah, Zeneb is is entitled to feel however she wants to feel about it. But in that scenario, if she wanted to tell her girlfriends, you should have said... This is what happened. Just lay out the facts and then just say, but this is how I felt. Totally acceptable. Right. But I am sure with how angry all the women were, she probably went to him like, girl, you're not going to believe this. Listen to this horrible story. She was making it sound like he was intentionally being malicious to her. Yeah. That's how she framed it. She's like starving her. Yeah. It's like this guy was mentally abusing me. And I'm seeing that and I was like, that's meant, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not making light of it, but I'm just like, ooh, that's, that's rough because again, whatever normal is to you. I, 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 yeah. I, what I, can you say? What is acceptable exactly. at that point? Yeah. Like, like. Good morning. Good afternoon. <laughs> good night. <laughs> that's it. That's Even though it. like, you don't talk enough, but that's I'm hurt it. by that. Or for the Marvel and the geeky people, it's like, I am Groot. <laughs> That's it. I don't know if you know Marvel. You don't know Marvel, do you? Damn, that went right over your head. Sorry. There's a character and he speaks Groot. And the only phrase that they say is, I am Groot. So for any question that you ask him, he says, I am Groot. Okay. How old are you? I am Groot. Do you like chicken or steak? I am Groot. Okay. Now, the, the way that the language is set up is that the way he says it gives you the answers. But the same phrase is the same phrase every single time. Anyways, that's that's how they should have interacted. It's just mm-hmm. I am Groot. But it's it's hard. It's hard because, and this is where it goes into, because she was so adamant about how bad she felt, now she's making him feel bad for who he is. Yeah. And he feels fundamentally like now that guy is thinking to myself, Maybe I am. He's questioning everything. Yeah, I am a bad person. I must be because... I destroyed someone. I, exactly. And everybody else saw it. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I thought it was okay. And he even apologized towards the end of the show. And I was like, dude, <laughs> relax, guy. Like, don't get me wrong. In this in this scenario here, in this what's happening, I get it. But this is not the rest of the world. And again, you see that because it was somebody's... Sometimes you can kind of see it like, again, going back to the to the wedding scene, his group of friends, the way they huddled around him, speaks volumes. Mm-hmm. Most men are not going to do that for pieces of crap. Right. Because I have friends that I'm like, mm, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. they're not great people. I still love them. But it's just like, sometimes you have to have that brutal honesty. It's like, look, bro, you could have been this, you know, like, you know, sometimes... You know, you can be cruel or whatever, you know, it's, it's hard talk, but it's like everybody around was like, dude, like we know who you are. 
you're a good guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you're a good guy. You Even know? the episode perfect, before, but... Zeneb's mother was consoling Cole. Yeah. When she, you know what I mean? So, and she doesn't know him at all, but I'm sure her and Zeneb talk. Yeah. So it's like, if the other mother is trying to console you, she wouldn't do that if she thought you were like, oh, this loser. Yeah. She wouldn't have done that. Yeah. I, 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 I felt his pain only in the sense that I, I've, I've, I've had that happen to me where somebody tells me that I am the root cause of their unhappiness. Mm. Now, at the time, it messed me up. That's what I'm saying. I can really relate to Cole right now. Yeah. It messed me up until I figured out something. And what I figured out is it has nothing to do with me. You yourself, and I'm not saying that your feelings are not valid, but they're your feelings. And I can never be the source of your happiness or your misery either. I can't. And if I am that much, then you need to cut me loose. But if me just existing, then yes, we just need to go away. But I will not because I know myself. (laughs) I know I'm not, I know where, where the ethics and I know that I'm not abusing anybody. I'm not hurting anybody. And if, and if unfortunately, if I hurt them unintentionally, I will apologize for that, but I'm not going to apologize for being Jose. (laughs) I just can't, you know? So and especially when you love somebody, which I think he really, I think he really did. I mean, again, I don't, only he would know, but I felt a genuine love there. And, Me too. And so I just thought, poor guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? That was sad. But the nice thing is he's young, good looking and famous now, and I'm sure he's doing well. <laughs> <laughs> so don't feel too bad for coffee. I mean, don't get me wrong. It was bad. But I think in the in the in the long term, I guarantee you that guy finds somebody and it lives happily ever after with somebody. Yeah. I, I think guarantee. I think genuinely he's a good guy. I think he's just young. He's still learning. But like that guy, when he's like 40, I think yeah. he's gonna be a good husband. I, I'm telling you, I I think he's a, again, he's not perfect. Um, but I think he has the chops to 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 find somebody and make it make it last for a long time. Yeah. Don't know why. Because I had a, you know, when, I, when he first came out in the whole inappropriate pool conversation, mm. I was pretty rough on him too. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. And I just thought that was that was completely wrong. But, and I still stand by that. I still think it's wrong. But afterwards and in, in the amount of, of remorse that he had, mm. it's like, all right, you know, like, all right. Yeah. He's cool. You're cool in my book, Cole. He's cool. Instead of saying stuff like, you know, like, well, I was justified because of this and this is like, all right. Like, yeah, I think no. I was pretty harsh on Cole in the beginning. Yeah. But but how the tables have turned. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> a poor guy. But um, aside from that, I mean, all in all, like I said, who knows what's going to end up happening. Um, Matt. Colleen, I really, I, I, I think they're going to, uh, what's the word? I think they're going to become codependent. Oh, I thought you were going to say get divorced. <laughs> no, no. I, Brennan, and, Brennan and Alexa. They're all going to get, get divorced. divorced. Just yeah. a matter of time. Yeah, fair enough. I mean, well, and one thing, I'm sorry, one thing that we didn't touch on, but I, I would be, um, I, should, I should touch on it, was Bartise and Nancy. So... <laughs> So something came up, social media being, yay, so it's not in a bubble. But apparently Bartise was seen on a boat with a blonde. No, it was at a club. The boat was later. Oh, I'm sorry. 
let's get this straight. And I'm sorry. So they were at a club the day after he he left her at the altar. He was at a club with the blonde. And then, what, a couple of weeks later, um, they were on a boat together. I can't remember the distance. Like, I don't know how long, but he said like, oh, nothing happened that night. But later on a boat. Yeah. And then he said he wasn't comfortable talking about his sex life. And then somebody pointed out that nobody mentioned sex. (laughs) (laughs) Man. I felt guilty. Do you think, let me just ask you, just uh, opinion-wise, because obviously we don't know, the truth is out there, but just uh, do you think he had her on deck, that blonde on deck that whole time? And you know what I mean by on deck, right? Yes. Like she was on the side, <clears throat> just lingering, waiting for her opportunity. I'm going to say what makes the most sense is yes. Okay. You don't think it was like the very next day he was out, you know, because we all grieve differently. And sometimes you have to go to the club and, you know, <laughs> yeah, and grieve with blondes. Yeah. But if you do that and you, add and you grieve with blondes, do you think it could have been that night that they met each other and then just happened to... It's possible, but it doesn't seem as likely. And I'm only saying that because of the way he was acting towards the end. He already knew he was going to say no. I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. If I'm going to give the benefit of the doubt, fine. You didn't have someone on deck. Fine. Do you think, uh, and again, this is, it, it's all a matter of opinion because there's no right answer to this. Do you think it was just a tad bit too fast? You just, you just broke up um, uh, an engagement and everything. And then the next day you're, you're partying with somebody. Do you think that might've, the optics of it, or do you think, you think there should be a grace period? Let's put it that way. <laughs> Logically, if you're single, you're single. Yeah, it's true. But it still hurts because you loved this person. So if I was going to get married with someone and then it didn't work out and the next day I knew that he was with someone else, it's still going to hurt. You can't help it. It's Mm. like 24 hours ago I was with you and now you're intimate with someone else. Like it hurts still. You think there should be an unspoken rule? (laughs) Like a three-day grace period? Like just just out of respect of the... Of the relationship that is now dead. If we break up, I'm going to pretend you don't exist. And then I don't have to like wonder or think. I don't know. I feel like, yes, you should probably take some time. Because also too, I'm not talking about the blonde, just to say in real life. It's not fair to the other person either. Let's say that, because this show wasn't aired yet. Nobody knew who Bartise was at this time. Right. So that girl in the club, let's just say, maybe she liked Bartise mm-hmm. and like, and he's just using her or would it, let's just insinuate that yeah. it's not right to her either. She's this innocent person that has nothing to do with anything. Mm. So like, what if he did kind of like, let's say they were talking for a little while and maybe she started developing feelings and then, you know, he's like, oh, by the way, I was on this show and this is what happened or whatever. And it's like, wait, the same night you met me or it was like the next day mm-hmm. at know. the club. Yeah. Not to be judgmental, but looking at the club. for somebody. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like people should have a grace period, but you're single, so it's like I mean, you're right. Technically you're singles, so you're not bound. It's such a weird ritual, isn't it though? Yeah. It's just like in one word, we're breaking up and that's it. You know what I mean? I think and the other <laughs> thing too is that sometimes not in this scenario, but If you do break up with someone, it could be in the heat of the moment. You're just mad at that moment and you say it the next day after you've cooled off. Like the Hulk. (laughs) 
But if you're cooling off in someone else's bed the same night, it's like, well, now there's no way you're going to get back together. Now it's like, well. So like, like if you're out in a club, you meet somebody, you're like, she's being receptive. It's like, dang, I got a girlfriend. Like, hey, baby, I think we should break up. Then you go do your thing. Come back. It's there's like, sorry. guys that do that that will break up every Stop. weekend. Stop. Stop I've heard it. that. Stop it. That can't be true. That I cannot younger, be true. I've heard it with Stop younger that. people. Yep. They break up like every no. Friday night. No. He has the whole weekend. And no. then on Sunday. Mm-hmm. No, that's that can't be a thing. Please tell me that I just made that up and that's not a thing. That it's can't a thing. be a thing. It is. Please tell me that. <laughs> I can't leave on this note. Tell me that the world is not that bad. Okay, the world is not that bad. Everybody loves everybody. <gasps> Nobody ever Yay. hurts anybody. Yay. Love is blind. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> Cole and Zayna are going to make it work. Yeah, they got back together. They're in love. They Nancy and Bartiz are going to make it work. Mm-hmm. They're on the boat now. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh! Um, all right, well, it, that's a wrap, right? Yeah, it's that's the end of it. Journey. It's been a long journey. Um, yeah, I learned heard, a lot. Yeah, I heard rumors that season four is supposed to be in Seattle. I think that's the rumor. That's going to be interesting. Hmm. That's going to be very interesting. I don't know why I feel like people there because it rains so much. I just figure there's a lot of depression. <laughs> like <laughs> there, there is yeah. actually, believe it or not, because they're not getting a lot of sun over there, man. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's pretty bad, but they're also very, um, um, they're very liberal too. Mm. So that's going to be, I'm curious to see what that looks like. Right. Cause Dallas, like you said, unfortunately was, there was a lot of, of, of aspects of Dallas that were represented on the show. This is not all of Dallas, mind you. This is <laughs> yeah. the, like, this is not all, but I, I was looking at anything like, mm, yeah, that's, that's unfortunately sometimes <laughs> a culture here in Dallas, right? It's, I'm yeah. not saying it's good, bad, or indifferent, but it's just, it is what it is. And I don't know if that's the same logic for the ones that when they had it in Chicago and then what was the other one that they had it in? Atlanta, uh, I think. Atlanta, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I don't know if that's the same over there, but I know with Dallas, I just saw a lot of... Maybe it's a universal thing. Who knows? We'll Anywho. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much. It was a great ride. Thank you. All right. <laughs> we'll, we'll see you later. All right. Bye. Bye.